you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. to Good Morning Football, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are live here in New York City. It's Wednesday, August 24th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Strager, and Jason McCourty, and it's a beautiful day when Saquon Barkley is out there, and he's looking good, and he's feeling good. We haven't no. seen him out there in a while. I, I, you just get excited. Do you? I don't know. You it. don't? I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's, like, that's like practice crap. I, I, I'm oh, sick of oh, it. Well, he's out there. That's I know we're sorry. starting the show now, but like we're opening with this like crap. great montage, and it's Saquon hitting a bag, hitting a bag, and a guy being like, "Yo, I'm mic'd up." Like, I, how about against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football? Exactly. How about that. How about Frustrated that? in the morning. About 170 here. yards, and two touchdowns. Like Peter, starting the show. Peter, like, are you good? Like, you're here. There's things going on with you. You got errant cups. Like, you're how you know your surface. He has no surface. Apparently yeah. he's a blow dryer on his hair today. <laughs> I'm Charlie and uh, yeah. it's always sunny right now. Let's just, just start firing. Take one, please play already. <laughs> this is what happens oh, when football is not coming soon game, enough. Kyle had a nasty note in the yes. in the yes. doc last night about how he's like, I don't want to talk about this because yeah. I need football to start. Yeah, we want football. Sixteen sleeps. I'm sick of the practice. Sixteen lunch. sleeps. Yeah, you guys can guess. I'm not even going to say it. Blind item. What topic in the NFL world can I not talk about anymore? There's one topic where I'm like, I'm out. I'm just going to leave and go get a coffee. We need the games to start so we can talk about it in reality. I can't project anymore. Perhaps we will reveal it to you yes. when we yeah. get to yes. it. We might be able to but guess. until then, it is time for the lead. Lead block. Right here in New York, I guess we have to talk about it. The Giants <laughs> wrap up the preseason this Sunday against their crosstown rival Jets here on NFL Network. When the regular season gets going, the G-Man will be looking for a huge, I'm talking huge bounce back from this guy, Saquon Barkley. And it sounds like he's ready for it. He said on the Second Wind podcast. What did he say? He said this, do I feel like I'm back? I feel like I'm better. I always have the mindset of being counted out. But now it's actually here. It's actually real. People are really counting me out. Now I have that extra motivation to push me to go out there and kind of just be like, you know, what? Shut everyone up. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go crazy. 
there were a few expletives in there that um, I self-edited and self-corrected. Sure. Um, yes. That, that and usually with- it was just surprising from a normally reserved Saquon Barkley. Um, so what would a true comeback season from Saquon Barkley mean for the Giants this season? Big things. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Saquon was working blue in that podcast. Like He, he, knows, he knows what time it is. Like He mm. knows the stakes are big. When it, is this the last time we ever open a Good Morning Football show with Saquon Barkley talk? I hope not. I hope we do it the morning after the Cowboys game, which is week three on Monday Night Football. But I think we need to – it's been so long because he's had these terrible injuries. I just think we need to remind ourselves and everyone at home what Saquon is. In my opinion, the most gifted running back in the whole league, more than anybody, number one. Let's go back to his rookie year. All right, he is playing a primetime game against the world champion Eagles, and he does the Saquon thing. At what point, Joe Buck is so lost for words, he just starts spouting adjectives, and we were all there with him. This is the Saquon that they need this year. <laughs> Setting up a screen for Barkley. Blocking in front, first down and more into Eagle territory. Still going. Incredible. Incredible. Wow. This guy's hard to bring to the ground at his size and speed and the thighs that he has. And you're going to watch a number of players, Eagles, that just bounce off of him and are unable to get him to the ground. Any questions as to why they picked him second overall? 55 yards from Saquon Barkley. There's a lot of questions of why they picked him second overall. Not that night, but there are right now. And we don't need to play the game where, wow, they could have taken Quentin Nelson or Roquan Smith or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or on and on and on. They didn't. He was the truth. He was sensational. He's the the generational guy. Injury, injury, injury. If they can get that Saquon, that is a 1,700-yard rusher. That is a 2,400-yard guy. The Giants can win the division this year. They can I think they have playmakers now, and Jones, we'll see. Saquon is that much of a difference maker, and there's no player in the NFL that I want to have a huge season more than him right now. Mm. Too talented, too good of a guy, but that quote says everything. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be competing for a spot you know, on the Cardinals next year. I don't know if I'm going to be back. Yeah. I don't know if the long-term thing's going to be here. It's go time, and it's been go time for three years. Everything in sports media with, these, with the athletes right now seems to be kind of curated. So, you know, well, I'm going to do a Derek Jeter doc, but Derek Jeter's producing it. Yeah. And we're going to do a mm-hmm. podcast, but it's going to be from us. It's not going to be you interviewing us. Mm-hmm. Everything is so calculated. How are we going to let the message for Saquon to come out two weeks before the season, who never says anything and certainly doesn't go blue to say, blank everybody, I'm ready to go crazy? You better believe that's calculated in some way mm-hmm. and that he wants that message out there. This is a guy who we've loved in this market since he got drafted and hasn't had a single quote worth putting on a billboard. Here we are entering this crucial season two weeks before the season, and he's going proactively on a podcast and saying this quote right here. I I have to think you have to feel encouraged as a Giants fan because you haven't seen that side of him verbally, at least publicly. And as, as someone in our world, in the sports media market, great we love this. Yeah. This is catnip. This is awesome where, okay, you're on board with us. We want to see that. And we live in New York. We work in New York. The Giants have been irrelevant for years. They're not going to be relevant if Saquon Barkley isn't on the field and Saquon Barkley isn't the one leading the way. That Joe Buck clip you played from, what, 2018? Incredible. At, wow. At the end of it, he says, and now you, want, now you see why they took him second mm. overall. That might as well have been in black and white. I know. That's how yeah. long Eli it's threw been. it to him. Eli yeah. threw him the pass. Eli's doing funny business on ESPN Plus yeah. right now. Like, this is a different deal right now where it's rubber meets the road, and yet 
He's 25 years old. Mm-hmm. He's got a future ahead of him. It would be huge, but the Giants are not going anywhere this season if Saquon isn't on the field, and that's mm-hmm. the most important part. That must have been very therapeutic for him. I mean, for good and bad, when he was drafted second overall, we didn't see the billboard material. Like, yeah, I'm the guy, whatever. When he had all of his injuries, uh, sequence after sequence, you also didn't see him saying, mm-hmm. I'll be back, don't worry about me. So the fact that it took him years to come out and have this commentary about himself mm-hmm. just shows us that he's been listening, ingesting it. And so good for you, Saquon, for coming out and speaking your mind about what you think and how you think mm-hmm. the season will project out to be. Um, I, I hope it's incredible for him. I want him to get after it. I want him to bounce back. My concern here, though, is with the New York Giants and how this pertains to another topic that I think we're all sick of talking about, which is how is Daniel Jones going to be the guy for yeah. the New York Giants? Yeah. Because if he, if, if Barkley does what he just told us on this podcast he's going to do, which is go crazy, go off, I'm going to bleep everybody and just <laughs> show them what I'm <laughs> worth, what does that mean for us? That they're going to win to the division mm-hmm. and the Giants yep. are going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That Daniel Jones <laughs> finds himself in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Does he win a playoff game? All of a sudden, I'm feeling very Jared Goff, Todd Gurley about this. Like, do they give him a contract because Daniel Jones is in the playoff? Did he get him there? Who Whose responsibility was for it to happen? So, why, it's like silos. It's I want this for Saquon Barkley. I want this to happen. But what would it mean mm-hmm. for the greater good of the Giants in the fact that is what she, yeah. is anything you ever wanted from Daniel Jones was to get him to a playoff? Mm-hmm. Did he do it? Mm-hmm. Does he earn that contract? What does it all mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very challenging for me because I, I really I don't believe that Daniel Jones is the long-term answer for mm-hmm. the Giants, but it could be very confusing if, that, if this is the season that we think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, especially for the Giants. And I think for overall as a whole, yes, it's great for the Giants that Saquon's back. But just for the NFL, like mm-hmm. you just said, most talented back there is. I think. In the league right now, to get a chance to you watch that? him. I don't think we've heard his name mentioned in years. I no. mean, Kyle's saying it based on talent. Like, potential. He's saying potential. It's hard to argue the potential when we saw in 18. But no, that, that hasn't been. You yeah, move on so quick. Now seen, we're on to yes. Taylor and all these. Exactly. It's over. See you later. Running back. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. 25 but, years old. No doubt about it. But for the league to see this guy back, I remember we were getting ready to play them Thursday night football in 2019. And you come off the Thursday night game. So that Monday you come in, you watch the film real yeah. quick. And then you start to get ready for the next team. So we're in our DB meeting room. And they put on just kind of Saquon's highlights from his rookie year and we didn't get a chance to play against them that year so you don't get to see it everybody in there was watching with their mouth wide open like oh my goodness we have to tackle this guy now the way his career went unfortunately he didn't play in that game due to injuries so it kind of shows the trajectory but I mean for him to say these things on a podcast I'm fired up mm-hmm. like yeah. cursing all of, like right? that like, like let's cursing. go he's like been <laughs> in the dungeon in the basement seeing what everybody's saying about him while he's working to get back and it kind of inspired me comeback story yeah. yeah sneaky top five comebacks in history you, you got, got one right now? now I got it right you got it. Yes. Let's go. Sneaky top five. Let's go. In sports, let's start with. Let's go. From five to one. Let's start with Derrick Rose. Fifty the point game yeah. against the Jazz in yep. 2018. After he was an MVP, eight years between. He was with the Timberwolves. Hot. Timberwolves. Yep. Fifty points. Number four, Tiger Woods. We yep. know he was. He was golf. When you thought. When you thought of golf, it was Tiger Woods. Then you know there was an onslaught of things from. Injuries to infidelities to divorce. All of those things we're not going to go into detail. But then, in 2019, he won the Masters, his first major in 11 years. And then we all know it, the little giants. They were able to overcome the Cowboys. Icebox led the way Mm -hmm. and was able to overcome Spike in a classic game. Then, number two, 
28 to 3. We all know what those numbers mean. Patriots come back after a big deficit against the Falcons to win the Super Bowl. And number one, Let's go. average Joes. They keep their gem. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. A classic comeback story. Sneaky top five. So where would Saquon land on that list? 2,000-yard season from Saquon. 2,000-yard rushing season. Where's Izzy? Is he above the 28 to 3? Well, I, I mean, I'm a person of the moment. If yeah. he does it, he's number one. Number on one. That's it. Sorry. It's incredible. Oh, my gosh. It's Justin Long. He's number one. That's rare air, buddy. Rare air. Sneaky top five. It's becoming a thing. It's taking on once a segment. Sneaky top five. It's like an ambush. Hey, time for the lead block. Lead block. block. The Bills wrap up their preseason on Friday night against the Panthers on NFL Plus, and we may actually see Josh Allen. He is one of the few superstar quarterbacks who's gotten real playing time in the last couple weeks. Josh is not only dealing with the huge expectations for Buffalo, though, this season. He's also losing his offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, who's now the head coach of the New York Giants. Uh, But the Bills quarterback doesn't seem too concerned about the change at coordinator. Here's what Josh recently had to say about the transition to new coordinator, Ken Dorsey. You develop different relationships with different people. Um, But in terms of being able to trust somebody, obviously I trusted Dable with my life, and I think I'd I'd be willing to say the same thing for Dorsey. And, again, that's only going to continue to grow. But he's been in the room with me for the last three years. You know, so that trust and that that faith that I have in him and him in me um, is already through the roof, you know, and it's only going to grow as time goes on. That's awesome to hear. Josh sounds confident in Ken Dorsey, as he should. He's had quite a storied career from quarterback at Miami to being drafted by the Niners and then up and up through the coaching ranks. But this is a big shift for the Super Bowl contenders, and some are even considering the Bills the favorites in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, so how important is it, this change at offensive coordinator to Josh Allen and the mm-hmm. Bills and the transition and what it all means? Yeah, it's important. I mean, he's the guy calling the plays. I mean, but I think it's going to be an easy transition. That's why they stayed in-house to do so. You heard what Josh Allen just said earlier in, pre- in uh, training camp. He talked about it, too. He said, we've been in the room for three years. And he said, we don't only share football when you're in those meetings for so long, for so many hours, throughout training camp, throughout the season. He said, we talk life as well. So Ken Dorsey and Josh Allen, they know each other well. And I think, more importantly, we see his connection to the players. During the OTAs, they talked about this guy and his coach and Gabe Davis and both Mitch Morris, they talked about this guy and they talked about whether they should be down on the sideline, whether they should be up in the box, and they echoed some of the same things Josh Allen said earlier about the possible psychopath. And this isn't to we talk can't about, have him out there on the field. Yes. <laughs> and this isn't to talk about where he's actually going to be on game day, but it's to talk about the level of comfort that these players have. Guys don't just go in the media and say things about a coach unless they're comfortable about it. Josh Allen tweeted after the psychopath stuff to Ken Dorsey, hey, that's what a psychopath would say. They're comfortable with Ken. They know Ken. It's a personal relationship. So I think when you are a coach, those connections you have with your players go a long way. And what Josh Allen said about building mm-hmm. trust and that translate on Sunday. It's a big loss in that Dable was the guy from the second he walked in that mm-hmm. room. And you understand that's your comfort. That's your coach. That's your guy. And he said he'd live and die with Brian Dable, but he would do the same for Ken Dorsey. I also think there's a little wrinkle of the room. Do you know who the backup quarterbacks in Buffalo are this year? Case, Case Keenum. Keenum. Case Keenum and Matt Barkley. 
Uh, two guys who have been through it. Like, if there's any, like, big brother need or some feeling. Yeah. And then you add in Dorsey, and I'll add in another wild card. Joe Brady's the quarterback's mm-hmm. coach. Remember Joe Brady, when he got into the league, was this wonderkind from the from the Saints to LSU to the Panthers, was 30 years old and was, like, the hottest thing. And the Panthers abruptly fired him midseason last year. Well, he kicks around a little bit, and he ends up in Buffalo as their quarterback's coach. There's a really good room mm-hmm. around probably the most – uh, you know, anticipated, highly expected number one player in the league with Josh Allen right now. So you tell me, you lose Dable, but you bring in, you know, a Case Keenum as a big brother type in that room. You have Dorsey now elevated, who everyone wants to see him get elevated. And then you bring in a Joe Brady, who's still in his early 30s and is going to be a great coach in the NFL. I feel really comfortable about it. The difference here, though, is that Josh Allen was there from day one. Mm-hmm. So, like, he is fully leaving the nest, and a lot of quarterbacks deal with seven coordinators in seven years. That hasn't been the case yeah. for Josh Allen. That, that that adjustment period is real, but no, they hired within and they brought in some veteran guys. I think they're going to be okay. Yeah. What goes on here is when you have something that's been built up as much as Allen and the Bills that seems basically perfect, mm-hmm. you look for a foothold to resist. What's going to be the fly in the ointment? Mm-hmm. What is going to ruin this? And after the months and months of this offseason, where we've landed on is, but they change coordinators. <laughs> and sometimes people say it earnestly. And I think Peter brings it up sometimes just to be devil's advocate. Don't forget they're changing coordinators. Yeah. I just can't get there. I can't get there to say, yeah, you know what? This might not work out in the offense. Just gonna, <laughs> um, We have to understand, too, maybe it's even going to be better. Has anybody considered that? That as much as we love Brian Dable and everything, you go to Dorsey, who is a little bit younger, who's got that kind of fire like Allen has, and who has been in the heart of battle as the quarterback of the greatest college football team ever Talk assembled. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dorsey, you know his career, he didn't have the Allen skill set, but he's sitting there in the huddle with Shockey and Andre Johnson and Frank Gore and Willis McGahee beating Nebraska by 2,000 points as the coolest guy in the room. So, like, there's a huge factor that he gives that to Josh is that when you're going down the field at Arrowhead, I'm in your ear, and I've been there. I've been going down the field in the title game. I get it. I'm with you. You can see, I don't think it's a coincidence what you pointed out, that they're jocular on Twitter, they bust chops. Like, they're buds and they're bros. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Ken Dorsey can call a great game, and if he is is not a great play-calling expert, then that's on him. But I just don't think that this thing is going to fall apart. And we have found the crack in the 2020 Bills. It, maybe I'll be wrong, but I, I think it's going to be because they have problems in their pass rush or something like that. It's not going to be, yeah, the Dorsey thing just didn't work out. And the whole air went out of the balloon when Brian Dable left. That's not it. It's just not good enough. No, it's tricky. But uh, the problem here is that there is the one thing that we can put our fingerprint on if there are issues week four week Mm -hmm. five with what are you doing in the two minute what are you doing in the four minute and it's a very easy solution as to where we're supposed to look and where we can cast out because the bills have shown us what they're made of up until this point and he is the only factor that Mm -hmm. has changed now if he maintains the success that he has had up until this point more power to him because this is not the first kind of dual threat quarterback he's been able to wrap up and deliver an mvp caliber season when he was the quarterback's coach with the Panthers in 2015. That was Russell, or excuse me, that was Cam Newton at his absolute finest. 31 points per game he led the NFL. Granted, he is the quarterback's coach here. He's not calling plays, but it's not like he was ignoring how a game was being called. This is how coaches operate. They compile experience and how they would call games and how they would make decisions in all of these moments. He is not a Joe Brady who went from the Saints 
whatever job he had with the Saints to the LSU where he was co-offensive coordinator, yeah. and then that was just the only job he had with the Panthers, and it obviously didn't go well. Ken Dorsey has the snowball effect here that he is the right guy. He was the only guy because the Bills were so good, mm-hmm. and he was the only option yeah. that they had to keep this thing going and perhaps be even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the problem is test one. Test one as the coordinator of this Bills offense Aaron Donald is there. Ramsey is guarding Diggs or Gabe Davis. Bobby Wagner is in the middle. Like, if they come out and they score 16 points in that game, there's going to be a lot of finger pointing yeah. to him, depending yeah. on how it goes. Yeah. Here's, here's the, you know, and I talk a lot about the coaching hiring cycles in January, and this is going And a lot of times it's, why are there all these offensive coaches and these young offensive coaches? Why are they the ones getting hired as head coaches? What about the defensive side of the ball? Mm-hmm. The reason is because if you have a young quarterback and you have great success, if you hire an offensive head coach, a Matt LaFleur, a Nathaniel Hackett, a Sean McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, they're not going anywhere. They're mm. Sean McDermott's a defensive head coach. So to say that, hey, every year if Brian Dayball takes the Giants job and if Ken Dorsey has a big year and he gets to go, now it's another guy for Josh Allen. It's another guy for mm-hmm. Josh Allen. That's the reason these offensive coaches are hired. So the thought is that, like, hey, Dorsey – if he has great success, is he out the door also? You yeah. can't worry about it. You just have to focus on this year and say, let's get the best of it as we can. But, so true. I didn't think about that. That's yeah. so true, though. Very true. Because from a defensive standpoint, that offense is – we always talk about to win a Super Bowl, you need the quarterback position to be well, to play well and to perform. And for a defensive guy, sometimes you feel like you have to make up for whatever the offense is lacking. And having that guy – as the head guy with the offensive mindset. It's very true. We see offensive coordinators hired every single on. Fascinating that Sean McDermott decided to bring in Joe Brady in the decision to elevate Ken Dorsey because perhaps he was already hedging the potential for that to happen. If Ken Dorsey mm-hmm. doesn't have an unbelievable year and they stay, that's still a great partnership. They're still yeah. growing together. But if he has a great season and he goes off and becomes a head coach somewhere else, he being Ken Dorsey, yeah. mm-hmm. you have Joe Brady, who's already been a coordinator. Mm-hmm. And it's dated, but it was in February at the Combine, and I was at a breakfast spot, and at the table was just two men just going back and forth, no laughter, no ha-ha, no... It was Joe Brady and Ken Dorsey, and you could see them already, like wow. just getting in the mm-hmm. lab, trying to work and stuff, and they're doing it over pancakes or whatever. But mm. like, I think they're in really good shape, but Ken Dorsey's already a hot name. Yep. So it's like, yeah. let's yeah. enjoy this while we got it. Mm-hmm. Peter, do you think that Joe Brady needed to go somewhere else to gain some more NFL, especially play calling yeah. and offense coordinator And I exposure? think the quarterback coach is not a, a sign of that he couldn't get it done as an OC. It's right. actually a great spot for him. And I think if the Bills have great success, you're going to hear Joe Brady's name mentioning it. Because guess what? Two years ago, after that LSU year, it was like there's no greater coach in all of football as far as youth goes. And Mm -hmm. I hate to see him suddenly being knocked down because of what happened in Carolina where they had no quarterback stability. Yeah, you would have thought like all of college football was just going to Carolina. Like Matt Rule went there and goes and gets Joe Brady. We were like, this is going to be unbelievable. And we're still waiting for it to be unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. time for whiteboard wednesday in a recent interview with the athletic dan campbell was asked about opposing teams or estimating his intelligence campbell said did bother him adding if you're an opponent the dumber you think i am the better off we are the player or team we are seriously underestimating this season is this became the topic of the offseason the top wide receivers we've seen ryan clark and and crowder going and doing these things for the pivot podcast we've got your list coming out today on nfl.com who's the best receiver who's the best receiver i still think cd lamb could be in that conversation this year and he's never mentioned it's like you have your core four and that's cup and adams and of course you bring in the two young guys chase and jefferson and then you can go a different variety of ways whether it's tyreek and we'll get to jason's list but uh, I, I never hear CeeDee Lamb in that top list. When CeeDee Lamb has the ball in his hands, it is electric. Mm-hmm. And I think Dak Prescott knows that. Amari Cooper no longer on the team. CeeDee, the clear number one right now. I just think he's being overlooked on all these lists. And if Ryan Clark and uh, Channing Crowder want to have me on the podcast, I would be the one <laughs> saying, I actually think CeeDee Lamb is that guy. Mm-hmm. I think CeeDee Lamb belongs in the conversation. Uh-huh. Um, CD, I see you. I there feel like go. he's first team all potential. Like him, yeah. Kyle Pitts, like some groups right like that. Like, let's have a breakout nice. season. Yep. You know? Right yep. on the cusp. Yeah, Hunter Renfro, they talked about on the podcast. I saw so him. I called him an encyclopedia salesman. Yes. Really good player, though. <laughs> For me, I'm going to go with a guy. I got to go defense. I'm going to go with Jalen Thompson. Who's Jalen Thompson? Yes, exactly. Watch the film, Arizona Cardinals defense. You're going to see number 34 just jumping off the film. But people don't talk about him because he lines up across from Buda Baker, another really good safety, one of the best in the league. But this guy was drafted in the fifth round, 2019 supplemental draft, and has played his butt off even to the point where he's going to be calling the defense for the Cardinals this year, a leader for them, mm-hmm. 121 tackles last year, three interceptions, and seven pass breakups, and no one talks about it. This guy's a really good player, one of the best open field tacklers in the NFL, said by his coach, Cliff King. Let's go. Love it. I love it. We got her, dog. Um, something had me really rattled since yesterday, and um, I'm, I'm officially a huge fan of Aaron Schatz in the book that he's coming out <laughs> okay. with, 2022 Outsiders. Outsiders. 
He put the Eagles in the Super Bowl uh-huh. coming out of the NFC. And like, and I want to make sure I, I put this the right way. Underestimating this season. I'm not saying I'm down on the Eagles. I'm not saying I don't think they can do it. I simply have been underestimating them. I appreciate different facets of their game. I like the guys that are on team. I love their head coach. But when I really started to think about it after Aaron Schatz was on our show yesterday, I was like, I've been underestimating the Eagles. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. It's just this, it's a slow build. And all of a sudden, I'm convinced because Aaron Schatz spoke it into existence mm-hmm. for me. I've been underestimating the Eagles. What I like about this question at this juncture in time is it's clearly a reflection of how in our heads we are about our division and wildcard picks <laughs> that are coming up in a couple yeah. of weeks. Like, who do we believe yes. in? I don't know if that's the best segue to this, but I'm just going to go right here. Ooh, uh, wow. This team is going to at least at least double their win total from last year, which is three. Uh, I think they open up against the Commanders. I'm already going to say they're going to win that game. They have a real human being at head coach. They have a really good pass rush. They have a number one overall pick. I know everyone's going to sleep because I'm talking about Jaguars. Ha, 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 <laughs> Peter. Uh, but I'm telling you, this is the team where we're like, oh, my God, do you know who's – Three and two, it's the Jaguars. And Lawrence is actually really good, and he has a real coach, and they're winning games. Jaguars right now. Save this clip. Right. What's the next question? Aaron Rodgers. No one cares because I I said the Jaguars. Everyone's completely asleep at the table. The staff is sleeping. The audience is sleeping. Sorry. You know who's not sleeping? Aaron Rodgers. Um, He's answering questions all the time. He told reporters that he tries to have one-on-one lunches with his teammates that he hasn't connected with yet, sharing meals with Romeo Dobbs, Devontae Wyatt, and others so far this season, offseason. The NFL player or coach who would be the best lunch date is Peter. Jason, you see. I'll start this off. I'm going with Eric Bieniemy. We can go to a nice spot in Kansas City. I'm sure Peter can give us a recommendation. But for me, I want, this guy's been on 14 coaching interviews in the last, I don't know, three, four seasons. I want to go and ask him, what's going on in these interviews? Give me the backdrop. And then he also played in the NFL. He would have stories for days. He's met with countless owners. He's met with countless GMs. We could sit down, have some great barbecue, and discuss some good stuff. I'm going Eric Bien. EB. I'm going to go with a rival of EB's right now and a guy who's got some Colorado blood in him mm. as well, and that's Russell Wilson. I, I feel like everyone would say, well, Russell Wilson, I don't know if that's really your kind of guy, Schrager. He's going to give you a lot of these positivity quotes, and he might do something that might make you cringe. Guess what? I feed off that. Oh. I feed off that. We had Russell Wilson on the show, and I swear I was ready to run through a wall. You were on a high after he came on. This dude speaks it into existence, and I, I believe, like we said with Dan Campbell, authenticity. That is Russell Wilson, and I feel like everyone can use that right now. Lifts you up, positive. In 2022, I'll take a positive lunch once in a while and not be the world is a miserable place. I'm going with Russ. Why don't you brighten my day? That's how I feel about my answer is that I need to enlighten some positivity on the... um, I I would like to have lunch with Kirk Cousins because I just feel like... I feel like... People are starting to sense my skepticism about him as a quarter as a Vikings quarterback. It's because I love the Vikings so much, and I just want us to share a basket of waffle fries at a Lake Minnetonka favorite Maynard's. And I just I need him to walk me through why he's the guy. And I just I want to get into it. I want to cover all the topics. I want to talk to him about using SPF in the summertime and don't wear a tank top. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like all the things. It would be a very enlightening lunch. But I just feel like he and I need, need to get over some stuff. Tell me about this Maynard's real quick. Maynard's yeah. is a lakeside restaurant on Lake Minnetonka in Minnetonka, Minnesota and their waffle fries. It's National Waffle Day, by the way. Uh. Incredible life-changing. We have seasoned sour cream that you dip the waffle Uh fries in. Maynard's, I mean, guys, if we could do a show from Maynard's, Maynard's, it 
would change your life. You'll never want to leave the same. <laughs> Let's so. go. You know what's going to be great about that lunch is the check's going to come. He's going to be like, so you wanted the waffle fries. You had the club stamp. You owe uh, 16 and I owe 13. And you'll have to give him the cash. And that's no. how I'll do it. I'll probably get about 8% tip. The service is pretty good. I'm so, I have a chip on my shoulder after my first answer. Yeah. So the guy I want to have lunch with, I'm, I'm assuming. More Jaguars. No, no, I'm not going to, I can't Are do it. Are you mad because we all look down? No, I, I just, I, I shouldn't have been surprised. I'm not going to say Trevor Lawrence. They actually, when I'm looking at it from a different perspective, actually a little bit similar to Peter. I want to have lunch who I think is the person in the NFL who is most different from me, that I have mm. nothing in common with. Who's he? Uh, give me DK Metcalf. I want to sit down <laughs> with DK, and I just want to just, we, we look very different. Uh, I'm much older, he's much younger. And if you've seen the diet, I need to see if this is real. Yeah. DK is on the record that this is his entire daily consumption of food. Yep. Three or four bags of candy, yep. one cup of coffee, and one meal a day, whatever that is. The most psychopathic thing about it is all of the bags of candy are gummy candies. It's not like peanut butter cups and sour <laughs> and then this. They're all gummy. And I need to see that if that's real. I'm at the point right now, we're doing a segment later where the staff said, we could all eat waffles, it's waffle day. And me and someone else at the table said, I'm on a diet, I can't eat waffles. Which is like, in the most obnoxious, post-maybe Emmy-winning, like, pathetic display of us, A, complaining about our dressing rooms, and B, saying we won't eat waffles, I need to eat the candy with DK. Mine was more about being memed of having syrup coming off my face. Mine wasn't diet-related. Mine was more, I don't want to have the food in my mouth Mm -hmm. clip all day long, but we'll get to that soon. All right, um, the Bills have yet to make a decision on if offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey will be on the sidelines or in the box during games. Here's what Josh Allen and Dorsey himself had to say about the topic. When OCs are up in the box, I think they see things a little bit better. Um, you know, Coach McDermott said there was quite a hefty fine for any any flags from the refs from the coaching staff. So I think that also entices Dorsey to, to go up in the box. He gets he gets fiery, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'd like to think I'm not too much of a psychopath. Like I feel like I'm I'm being made out to be something, but no, I mean. Look, I mean, it's a it's a passionate game, and I think uh, um, you know, I mean, it's it's ball, it's football, you know what I mean? So, I, 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 again, it's just going to be one of those things. I want to do what's best for the team and and what's best for uh, for me calling it, but uh, uh, it probably wouldn't hurt to be up in the box in that regard. So Josh Allen heard Dorsey say that and responded, that is exactly what a psychopath would Josh say. Josh is very funny. That, that laugh, that giggle, chuckle, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'm not, not too that much, much of a psychopath. psychopath. So what is the one thing that someone would call you a psychopath over? Uh-huh. Uh, Thanksgiving, I, I go up to the, to the, I think the turkey's gross. Yes. And people think I'm, I'm a nutball for this. I don't that, you don't eat the turkey either? I think that is vile. I think that is gross. And I'm not even like this, like, vegetarian thing. No, I just, it's dry. It's gross. We don't eat it any other day of the year. Yet, here comes Thanksgiving. Everyone's got this great appetite for it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I think the, 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 the marketing and the commercialization convinces you that this turkey is tasty. It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, and I can't even think about it. It's gross. Don't call me a psychopath. But everything else is great. Yes. I think we're getting to the point where if I'm into the turkey, that's the psychopath. (laughs) Yeah. Like, who's still eating that turkey? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Waffles, turkey, we'll see who eats what. But uh, for me, I'm going phone notifications. (laughs) I cannot have them. Can't have the little bubbles on my phone. Like, if it's there, it bothers me. I have to open it up. I have to figure out what the notification is and close it out and make sure it's not there. No phone notification. My wife's phone drives me crazy. Read my emails, bottom right. See, you're one of those Read my emails. 200 and some thousand. 200? How many? 
Okay, we're very bottom right. Two hundred sixty-seven thousand. Seven hundred and fifty-two. You're one of those people. Uh, check the, your email. Come like, on, you're, Peter. You're not that oh, busy. Man. Come on. Yeah, Never mind the turkey. That's your psychopath. You know, you thing. Can, yes. You can go into settings and turn that off. You yeah. don't have to have the red bubbles. But, but I need to know when stuff happens. Oh. Clean. There's two emails I have to get to them. Okay. Well, we'll get our answers in. Notification. NateBurleson.com. Okay. I don't read that. Um, this is a quick contentious in my household, and I will do this activity, and then my husband five minutes later will be like, you're a psychopath. I can't believe you just did that. I hate having air conditioning in the car. Really? Okay, so cold air on my face, 100-degree day. I will just so subtly reach over and turn it off without saying anything, and then five minutes later, he's just drenched in sweat. And he's like, did you turn the air conditioning off in here? I don't put a window down, nothing. Like, I like stuffy mm-hmm. in the car. I in love the house, though, you'll use it? It, it, let's just say when he leaves, when he goes out of town, it goes up. And when he comes, I have to turn it back down. It, but like, definitely, oh, generally, awful. I like a stuffy room. I don't like oh, a lot of air movement. That's an act of war. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's no way. That's what he said. While you're over there He's turning like, off the AC, you should heat the seat warmer too. I'm oh, having okay, well. well. So then, my real passive aggressive is like, he's got to turn it back on. And then I'll just like shove all the vents away from me. I'll be like, fine, oh, you have to have it on. Yeah, like, yeah, get yeah, this yeah. air going. I just can't stand it. I can't oh, stand it. Goodness. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> I feel like I'm in that car right now, and I'm so uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know if this makes me a psychopath thing, but um, I don't love the Godfather movies. Here we go. I really don't. Take like, down. I, I, I wasn't raised on them. I, I saw them when I was significantly older. There's a collection of great scenes, and there's some really good characters. But like, if you turn on any episode of The Sopranos, I find it more entertaining, more watchable. I think Goodfellas runs laps around The Godfather in terms of watchability, entertainment, uh, liveliness, and even performances in some regard. Like, my parents' generation right now is clutching their pearls. And I like Vito, and I like Michael, and all that, but, like, I just... I, I, they don't do it for me. Like, is anybody else out there, what? The Godfather? Greatest movie ever! <laughs> At the time, I'm sure it was. It's 2022. Yeah. They're plotting, they're slow, some of the violence is terribly pulled off. They can't chase down 10-year-old Vito and back in the day. Like, it's a kid. I, it's, there's a lot of problems I have with it. Uh, I'm pretty sure the staff wants us to finish this segment. Yeah. We haven't gotten any indication of that, but I think they do. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
Man, we have ourselves a treat this morning. A fellow twin, a fellow NFL player just announced his retirement. Him and Shaquille, they didn't get a chance to win a Super Bowl like me and my twin brother. But that's not the point of this. We have Shaquem Griffin, friend of the show, in the house. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate that. Thank you. You say hello. Gotta get those in. You got you. That's the, that's the only way to welcome. It's, 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 it's twin competition that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. sure. Yes. But man, you just announced your retirement. Congratulations. Thank you. Man, how does it feel? And you kind of you have an amazing journey and story to even have gotten to the NFL yes. and played as long as you have. Man, what's that feel like? I mean, it's kind of still surreal because you know you, you never know how it's gonna come about, mm. and then when it does, you're starting to put a lot of stuff in perspective. And I feel like for me is, you know, you know, playing with your twin is it's something that's second to none. And I feel like the journey that we, you know, embarked on as far as like growing up, little league, you know, high school, college, and then getting to the league, we literally played every phase mm. with each other to the point that I don't know what it looks like to play mm. without them. So mm. I feel like for me is like I was telling you guys earlier, you know, I found a new piece of mine because it's just like I kind of knew what my push was. I knew that factor was, and it was family for me. It's like my family believed in me before I even got to the chance, you know what, like this is real. And I feel like, you know, having that separation where I'm not with that part that kind of gave me that drive is like, it's kind of bittersweet, but it, it doesn't feel the same, mm. you know? And I feel like for me is like, plan A for me was always to help people. You know, not not knowing how it's gonna look, not knowing how it's gonna come about, but I always want the that paved that way to help mm -hmm. anybody. You know, my mom was somebody who always helped somebody, and my dad kind of preached to us is like, Plan B is football. Mm. Plan A is that's what you need to focus on. That's what you go to school for. That's what you get your good grades for. And like now, it's like it's starting to become a real thing. And mm. you know, that's why I was smiling so hard because it's an exciting thing. It's bittersweet, yes, but it's an exciting moment to to embark on a journey that I always wanted to be in. And that's motivating people, helping people, you know, having people have that positive mindset, you know, that, that mentality to, you know, to be better than what you think you really are, you know, because you got so many people who believe in you, loving you, and sometimes you got to tap into that side to, to see more for yourself, and that's what I was able to do. It's beautiful. It. And and you've used your platform as well as any player in the NFL, and you've changed as many lives. I, I go back to February 2018 when... The NFL world, but really the whole world, was introduced to your story at the scouting combine. Tell us about that experience. You doing not only the bench press, but then the 40-yard dash and the reaction at the time, which was, wait a second, this is a feel-good story, great, but oh my, this guy can move! Uh, or three. Shakee, tell us about that experience and when your name became more than just this UCF story that everyone was rooting for, that wait a second, this guy can change the world. Man, it's honestly, it's crazy because, you know, during the combine, like, I was a guy who was under the radar, didn't know too much. I remember talking to scouts, he was like, how many bench press are you gonna do? I was like, man, I'll give you five. But the thing is, knowing, like, I already knew what I was able to do, but it's just like showing the world that it's just like, it's, it's kind of funny because when I even had a meeting with the Seattle Seahawks, I was just like, what you think you're gonna run? It's like, I was like, what you think is fast? And he was like, well, for a linebacker, four, five, four, six, I was like, what you think is really fast? He said, really fast, like this anytime? He was like, well, four, 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 three. I said, I got a four, three, eight for you. Mm. 
He's like, no, no. I said, just watch and see. And it's so funny because after running there, you see the reactions and Pete's face. It's like, I told you. Uh (laughs) It's like, the thing is, like, I already know the ability that I have physically. Mm -hmm. You know, really, when it comes to it, it's like all a mental aspect. You know, you got to show people what you can do because people going to always have their opinion on stuff and how they think it should go. Once you show somebody, it kind of feels better once you can prove, like, you know, yeah, I can run. Yeah, I can bench. Like, I'm supposed to be here. Physically, I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be here. And I showcase that. And that's kind of now it's like when people are like you a motivation like it's, it's it's still surreal because I was just just living my truth I was just doing what I knew yeah. I could do so it was nothing new for me it was just new for the world and now that I'm able to embrace the world with that it's like a, it's a whole different feeling. You have the most incredible attitude of all time. This is great. Like, you're like our favorite guest we've ever had. Yeah. It's unbelievably contagious, and I know Thank that you. that's going to follow you as you pursue the rest of your life. But let's go back to here. So yes. you crushed the combine. You called the time. You ran it. And then you end up in Seattle with your brother, and you're there, and your teammates, and you tell us about the whole arrival in Seattle, and your brother, and Pete, and just how how'd that all go? It's a man, really um, being blessed to go into Seattle. It, it, it taught me a lot, but I feel like the biggest blessing was being there with my brother. I feel like that's a, a situation that a lot of people will pray to uh, to be in, and I feel like it was a advantage for me because like not only. You know, everything is half off, you know, from yeah. rent to clothes to whatever you do, everything is 50% off soon you get there. But besides that, no, it's the ability cause, uh, to be able to speak with your brother, to be able to learn from your brother. You know, playing two different positions, was able to get attributes from each other that a lot of people won't have the opportunity to. And I feel like being home, going home, eating, then you watch film with your brother, you 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 crack jokes, you play video games, and it's just like the the feeling that you have that you always home, even where you from coming from Florida all the way to Seattle. Home was always there because I was right next to my brother. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. We love the feel good <laughs> twin stuff. But I mean sometimes twin brothers can get annoying. I know. So do we. Tell us something about Shaquille that just drives you nuts that he does. Okay, um, well, you I feel like the, big, the biggest choose, thing for me is just like staying together. You know, you always end up losing a lot of stuff. Like, mm. really, I think a socks issue was like socks issue. Yeah, like we argue like hard down argue. My socks. Like, no, like oh man, my, I remember my brother had ordered some like some black and white footies, like and one socks. Now I'm like, bro, like I've been looking for footies for a long time. Uh-huh. And I was like, how many footies you got? Got like six per each. Uh huh. He ended up next week with three pairs. <laughs> it's a split, 50-50. Oh, what happened to you? oh, I can't find them. So we used to real deal argue because, like, you get some new socks, and then when it's gone, you find one that's not matching. You're like, oh, I thought it was mine. No, uh. these are my socks. So it's like always going back and forth. The thing is, because we used to wear the same clothes. We wear the same size. Like, everything was uh-huh. the same. But when you get them socks... You hold on tight to uh-huh. him. Because he's just like, either a dryer going to eat him or my uh-huh. brother going to take him. And he always going to say it's his socks. And like I said, that's probably like one of the things. Wow. Really the like light doesn't work in. the same with, with underwear, does it? No, no, no. We got to make sure. We got our own underwear. Come on now. Write the name on the back. You're right. You got to label them like you want to count. I just thought I'd just leave that out. You know, you don't want to talk about people's underwear. But that's okay. We do have our own underwear. Socks. It's good. Man, socks. But let's get back to the X's and O's. Okay. We weren't going to let you leave here, even though we could talk about anything under the sun with you. But we were not going to let you leave her without us reminding us all of this play from this 2019 game. This is the playoff game in Green Bay. The Packers third and nine apart. Sha- Look at this. Shaquem. Oh, I didn't know that was him at first. You it. didn't know it was him at first? No. What did you see as you came around the corner? Aaron Rodgers. Mm. 
You keep on going to thinking this show has the ball. See, my brother landed on top of me, so I'm just thinking like it's somebody else. But when I when I ran down, like ah yeah. Did you guys get half a sack each? How'd they credit that? I got the full sack. Yeah, you got to get these. Don't need sacks. He took my bag. He took that Rogers bag. And then the takeoff. You didn't know it was him. I was celebrating. I'm like, ah, what's up? What's up? Now let's just start. Oh. Two six, what's up, two six? Yeah, and like the celebration, like it wasn't planned. Yeah, it was just like I was so happy that it was him. Yeah, was like, yeah. we got to celebrate right now. Like we can't wait. How was that moment for your parents right there? Goosebumps for everybody. Uh, yeah. My mom is a big crier, and like uh, yes, it's a video of her crying. Like it's an emotional time for uh, her. Like anything we do, to the point even I, I learned how to tie my shoes. It's very emotional for her. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that sag plus me and my brother celebrating and being with each other I think it, it, was, it was a moment that's yeah. going to define us for a long that's time cool. that's like, incredible it was a blessing well let's just say that your visibility as an NFL player you spoke to it that all you've ever wanted to do is help people in your life and you've yes. been doing that by playing out your careers in the mm-hmm. NFL yes. um, how has football now prepared you for your next chapter I feel like it taught me it taught me more than I, I can ever imagine I feel like um, a lot of a lot of people think like football is just like Hard knocks. You just always got to be head first and everything. But it teaches so many values mentally that I feel like I was able to take away. You know, being in Seattle, like I said, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, Mm. being around Russ, being around these guys of, you know, that this mental compatibility is just like you learn so much about yourself other than football. So it's just like being able to apply it after that, it makes it more comfortable. You know, you got a brotherhood and it's a real Mm. thing. I feel like it's underplayed sometimes, but you got people out there who literally genuinely want to see you win. And when you're able to have those conversations about the next phase of life talking to cliff averill talking to just a lot of guys it's just they make the they make the the decisions easier they make it more worthwhile and they, and they bring you a lot more peace you, football brings a lot you're fantastic have you thought about doing this kind of stuff mm-hmm. i thought about a lot of stuff you know this is you're <laughs> really I'm, good I'm, on television. I'm over to a lot but you know like i said it's it's a new journey and i'm just kind of just here first like it's, it's, it's so crazy because, like, i always been like that with football and, like, being able to see more for myself. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a feeling like I'm still trying to describe, but it's, like, it feels amazing. Like, man, you think my energy is good now? Like, literally, like, it's, it's second to none to how I feel when it's about me. Like, I don't have to look over my shoulder or... Mm-hmm. Feel that mm-hmm. extra, that that mental com- the compatibility when people think that I can't do something. It's like mm-hmm. it's all on me now. Yeah. Wow, so, and it feels cool. good to have that control. I would say. You lead man, with a I smile, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. You I lead love with that, a man. smile. It'll, it'll come to you. You'll know exactly where you're supposed to, where yes. you're supposed to be, and what you're supposed to do. Man, appreciate you coming to the breakfast table. How about this Once guy? again, congratulations, oh, man. It's amazing. Appreciate you guys. Sure. Thank you for having you're me. You're the man. Congratulations. Uh, no doubt about it. Thank you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.